1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning.
2: Are you awake? Or is this still part of that weird dream you were having? This is a huge pickle. Carson and Kennedy begins now.
3: If you're just tuning in, here's what we know.
4: Oh, it's a disaster. Good morning, everyone. It's a crazy morning over here. You guys,
3: what is it? Tuesday? Oh, my goodness. It's Wednesday. This is (laughs) Wednesday. 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 Oh, my God. I just need to go to bed. Waffle Wednesday.
1: Let there be waffles. There's
3: waffles. I get it. We
1: must all have waffles forthwith.
4: Happy Wednesday. It's showtime.
5: Wedding reception banger. Play like Ladies Night, We Are Family, It's Raining Men. Psh, psh, psh. Off come the, the high heels. Yeah. Yeah. That's when the woos
6: come out. Yeah. Just
5: about half past ten. He's trying to find a good song to fit the weather. It's wild what is happening out there right now. I could have scuba-dived to work today. Yeah. Very bad. If you got to get out on the roads this morning, please be safe.
6: Hallelujah
5: what's happened is because we had all that snow show up a couple of days ago, uh, now it's all melting a little too quickly for the roadways. So uh, a lot of rivers out there this morning when you're driving in or driving
6: home from work. Oh yeah, the melting snow and the fact that we just got four inches of rain <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> might has something to do with and it's, it.
5: I guess it's not going to stop. It's supposed to continue on and then there's some other storm coming this way. So, Yay. Just know that is happening uh it is wednesday january 10 2024 kennedy is out this morning good morning producer dan good morning how you doing
6: i'm doing all right man i'm doing okay yeah it's a little uh, wet drive in but outside of that you know we're here Yep. let's do a radio show
5: you used to drive a big truck now you drive a little sports I drive, car is it uh, a little I drive a
6: little different? kia forte i feel like i'm in a matchbox sometimes <laughs>
5: how does that thing handle the roads
6: i mean it's not bad yeah the tires are still pretty new, so that helps. But yeah. overall, I mean, it's different. I, I miss being up higher high. up. But, I mean, I can park <laughs> in Boston much easier. So yeah. it's a give and take.
5: Every once in a while, I'll drive a, a... like You know, I have the truck, so it's up high. And every once in a while, I'll have to drive somebody else's car that's like a regular height. And I'm like, I don't know how you do this. I hate it. I hate being down low.
6: Yeah, when you're not used to it, especially. you're like, Right. <laughs> People are going to run over me.
5: And I used to drive little sports cars. Like, that was my thing. My first car that I bought when I went into the Army was a Honda CRX-SI. Do you remember those from back in the day? You don't remember? It was a little two-seater two-door hatchback look up 1988 Honda CRX SI oh, 1988
6: this is prime cars I, okay.
5: yeah it was the first uh first car I bought new uh with my money that I got from going into the army bought it right off the showroom it was on the showroom oh, floor wow.
6: if you were gonna say think of the 80s looking car you could think of it would be this <laughs> it is <laughs>
5: <laughs> that thing was so much fun but I always drove like little cars I had a Nissan Sentra you know uh Lana had a little jet we just always drove small cars, and then at some point, because I was DJing a lot, I was like, "I need something a little bit bigger." And I got like a—I think my dad gave me his old Chevy
6: Blazer. He was getting ready to sell,
5: and I was like, "This is kind of cool being up here." I right. never realized I would like this, and I've been in a truck ever since.
6: Sometimes I miss it, but then I remember I get 35 miles to the gallon in the truck. Do you really? And the truck got oh. like 15, and no one asked me to move, to help them move anymore. Yeah, which is great. I don't look at the mileage on
5: my Jeep truck. For your own sanity. And the other day I was flipping through the screen because I was just checking the tire pressure because it was getting cold. And I saw the current mileage at, at, I think it was 17. I was like, oh, (laughs) 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 that sucks. Anyway, so yeah, long story short, weather sucks this morning. Please be careful as you're driving in. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about what's going to be happening on the show this morning. If you missed uh, yesterday, with what happened with barrett and the playstation that he got for his birthday we had a uh, playstation punishment poll going on as to how long it would be before it got taken away quick update on the story uh he got it taken away again after this again i I just found out last night he got it retaken away he got it retaken away again because he did the exact same thing again after we had the conversation you're going to hear this
6: morning oh wow come on kid he, he did it again and that's what got him in trouble i have less pity because it's the same exact thing that he just and that's what,
5: La- that's what that's what lana said to me last night right before i went to bed because she just kind of mentioned it i was like wait what ha- what where was
6: what happened he got it it's yeah
5: so poor kid yeah poor kid <laughs> if he just remembered to brush his teeth he'd be okay in life nobody knows the <laughs> trouble i've seen uh in the seven o'clock hour uh i'm going to share my kidnapping story if you if you've heard the story before well you just have to put up with it for a minute it, but if you've not heard it, it's a pretty strange story, and it just got mentioned briefly on the show yesterday, and a bunch of people text in and are like, whoa, 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 can you back up and tell us that story?
6: Well, yeah, you can't casually say I was kidnapped as a kid. People yeah. are going to have follow-up questions.
5: And uh in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to talk with the coach and uh one of the players, a captain for the brand new... Professional women's hockey team Boston that has just started. We don't have a team name yet, as I understand. They're it. just
6: PWHL Boston for now, right? Because they wanted to get the season going, and there so, takes so long with like logos and branding.
5: Right. This is super cool. So we're going to talk to the coach and one of the players. I also saw yesterday they announced on social media they have an official uh, team dog now, a mascot. Uh, that was an adore. I think it was a golden retriever or something like that. So, anyway, we'll have them and uh, talk to them at eight o'clock. Uh, we also have that trip to Vegas with Kelly Clarkson. We'll give you that keyword coming up at nine o'clock. And then we're going to get into the Good Vibe Tribe here in about eight minutes. Speaking of dogs, we're going to talk about therapy dogs. That's next on Mix.
2: Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. <laughs>
7: Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. In this world filled with serious news reports and people doing stupid things, we say every little thing is going to be all right. Yeah. Here's another story from a member of Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe.
5: Kennedy, Stacey from Middleborough is here for the Good Vibe Tribe this morning. Good morning. And this is super cool because it's uh, things that we like on this show, cops and dogs. (laughs) (laughs) So you work with the Plymouth County Sheriff's Department to help them out with their therapy dogs. Is that correct? My husband works for Plymouth County Sheriff's Department,
7: uh, has the first Plymouth County comfort dog. And her name is Star, and she's a great name.
6: What does Star do with the Plymouth County Sheriff's Department? Like, what's her role?
7: Her role is... Everything. She just goes everywhere and spreads joy to everybody. She does um, COAs. As a matter of fact, that's where she's going this morning. Um, she goes to schools. She goes to nursing homes, hospitals, and just does pet therapy.
2: So you have a part in this too, right? You take the dogs around as well and spread that joy.
7: Yes, I do. I have my own um, comfort service therapy dog as well. And when I can, I go with him, and we go to nursing homes. And I just uh, became pet therapy volunteer at um, VI Plymouth.
6: Stacy, how big is Star? That's like a comfort horse. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, she. As far as gains go, they're not on the large side. They're only uh, both. Uh, about a hundred
5: and ten pounds. Oh my god, that's a big dog, dude. Elvis is ninety. I know.
6: <laughs> Elvis is Thanos thick. That's yeah. a little different. He curvy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that the sheriff offices are doing this with canine therapy and trying to help. But what's it like having two Great Danes in the house? I bet you can put nothing on the counters because they're tall enough <laughs> to get them.
7: Actually, they're really good. They don't counter surf very much.
2: Mm.
7: um Yeah, they they do take up the whole couch. <laughs>
2: It's the cleanup for me that yeah. I think would be difficult. I but hope you have a big here yard. Here we are.
7: rid <laughs> ride that dog. We have mammal. a spot. We have a spot where they. We have a spot where we train them to go. So the, you know, it's mm-hmm. way in the back of our property. So oh. we're pretty good with that. Oh. And as far as hair goes, it's, they're not that bad. I should also mention that I have two other dogs as well. His retired dogs. Once he got the uh, comfort dog so we had to retire as other two canine dogs oh, wow. as well so we have four dogs in the house
5: well stacy you and your husband are now official members of our good vibe tribe yes we appreciate you calling in to share your story about the therapy dogs
7: okay we'd love to come and visit someday
6: oh bring star in jersey in. <laughs>
7: yes exactly that's what we do well i've got your info so we will see what we can do about that okay Okay, great. Thank All you right. so much.
5: Yeah, good talking to you this morning, Stacey. Have a good day.
7: Yes, thank you.
5: And if you want to be a part of the Good Vibe Tribe, it's that simple. Just give us a call or drop us a text here in the studio. 617-931-1234. We'd love to have you be a part of it, something going on in your life that will put a smile on our face to uh, start the show. Again, 617-931-1234 to be a part of the Good Vibe Tribe. What do you have for the Good Vibe Tribe audio this morning, Dan?
6: Well, speaking of the police... A local Alabama police station, a police department, has joined TikTok, and they're going viral with their first ever TikTok of the police station. Hey, this is Chief Bowles with the Aniston Police Department. We're uh, starting a TikTok page. Chief, Chief you don't hold the phone like that. Don't hold it. They can't even see you. Why? St- stop. Stop.
0: Hey, this is Chief Bowles with the Anderson Police Department. We decided to get on the TikTok and chief, do some
6: things for... The, the
8: chief.
0: It's no, the It's the TikTok. Don't,
6: we don't say that. It's, it's just TikTok. It's the internet. It's I was TikTok. around when the internet was invented. You weren't there, Jake. You don't I use the filter I for like, this. I like it. Chief, you look like an idiot. You do it, Jake. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm Jake Ford with the Anniston Police Department. I'm huh. an investigator here. There's going to be more videos coming. They're going to be kind of upbeat, funny. But you're also going to get to see what we do here on a day-to-day basis. Stay tuned for more. Same thing I said, Jake.
5: No, no, it's not. <laughs> My first ever radio intern was from Anniston, Alabama. Small world.
6: What's the population? Seven? Oh, yeah,
5: that's half of the population you just heard from right there. <laughs> it's a very nice part it must of be Alabama. crime riddled.
7: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you know someone who should be celebrated in Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe tribe, call or text us now. 617 931 1234. Keep up the good vibes there, Boston.
2: Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossiping 24 7. It's the dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kermit. Yeah.
5: I am super excited because we made the dirty this morning, uh, Dan. Did we? Yes, we did. It's about time. I have that audio, some very funny audio from the news. We'll get to that in just a minute. But we're going to start first with the big concert announcement. Don't. Don't Boston Calling was announced yesterday. As you all know, it has been happening for a very long time. Memorial Day weekend, returning to the Harvard Athletic Complex uh, right here in Austin, around the corner from the radio station. Uh, It will will make tickets available starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. The pre-sale tickets are tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And yes... You heard right. Ed Sheeran will be headlining. So Ed Sheeran will headline on Friday night with Leon Bridges. Renee Rapp, if you don't know who Renee Rapp is. You're about to. She's going to be famous. She's next up. She is starring in the new um, Mean Girls movie. She's been on Broadway. Uh, She's a fantastic singer. Uh, Luke Hemmings is also going to be playing on Friday night. And if that name sounds familiar, he's a part of Five Seconds of Summer. So I guess he's off doing some shows on his own. Former Mixed Beach House alum. That is it. So uh I mean, there's a huge lineup for each night. That's just some of the big ones for Friday night. For Saturday night, one of my favorites, and I know you have not heard of this guy, but he's headlining on on Saturday night, and that is Tyler Childers. He's kind of like country meets alternative indie rock. He's a super talented guy. Uh, Trey Anastasia, is playing, on, Anastasia excuse me, is playing on Saturday. Also on Sunday, The Killers, Hosier, Megan the Stallion, the Revivalists are playing. Uh, so should be a lot of fun for Memorial Day weekend.
2: The
6: lineup for, for me this year is not one of my favorites that they've had recently. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple in there. Like, I'd love to go see Ed Sheeran. We saw The Killers one year.
5: Yeah, they're, they're just a fun show.
6: It's always just a fun time. What's your favorite act that you've seen at Boston Calling? You
5: <sighs> I mean, Eminem in the Rain was That's just That's mine, a-
6: too. Eminem in the Rain was a moment. That was a really good Especially because he hasn't come to Boston in, like, 15 years.
5: You know what surprised me that I enjoyed was the uh, the Diplo show where he plays with his band whatever that group is that he's a part of Major Lazer. Oh yeah 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 I know Major Lazer. And, yeah so Major Lazer played one year but it was a little bit early in the day but it was it was great. I mean they were uh, they put themselves in bubbles and were going out into the crowd like those big like hamster wheel things. It was a
6: party. EDM like, shows are different. Yeah
5: it was, <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was it was a lot of fun. So again uh, Boston calling tickets pre-sale go tomorrow at uh 10 a.m do you know who gypsy rose blanchard is have you been paying attention to this story i'm
6: gonna be honest i've seen the name in a lot of headlines but i've never i haven't looked into what who she is well
5: she released a book yesterday it's called conversations on the eve of freedom uh she reveals some never before seen details one surprising tidbit gypsy admits that she spent two weeks in solitary confinement once because of a crazed fan now, she was uh, released recently. She served years behind bars for the role in the death of her mother. It is a wild story. There's a Hulu special on it that you can look up about this woman. Essentially, her mother had displaced Munchausen syndrome, Munch syndrome and convinced Not only Gypsy, but everybody else that she was confined to a wheelchair, that she was sick. She shaved Gypsy's hair her entire life because she told her the medication she was taking was going to make it fall out anyway. She had this child and everybody else convinced that she was ill and she wasn't. It is. It's just a wild story, so and she had her in a wheelchair, and she could walk her entire life. She fed her through feeding tubes until she was into her twenties. It, it. It's just an unbelievable story. So the book came out yesterday. Uh, if you don't know anything about it, again, there's a there's like a mini, uh, like an eight part thing on Hulu. If you want to look it up, about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. How
6: much time did she do?
5: Uh, I, th- I can't remember how many years she did. I think she got sentenced to maybe 10 years. It was her boyfriend that actually murdered the mother 17 times, stabbed her in the back while she was sleeping. Mm. Yeah, it's just the story has I so I mean, many. that much of psychological trauma. Uh, Taylor Swift's team is now ripping the New York Times over the sexuality op-ed piece. So if you missed this, an editor for the New York Times, Anna Marks, wrote a 5 thousand word op-ed about the sexuality of Taylor Swift. It's
6: none of your business. She did it before with
5: Harry Styles, too. This isn't the first time she's done this. So now her people are pointing out with the uh uh, you know, the just the ridiculousness of all of this. So they pointed out in the in the op-ed uh that there are clues that showed the singer was a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Swift Camp is apparently not a fan of the piece. Uh, There seems to be no boundaries is what they're saying that some journalists won't cross when writing about Taylor all under the protective veil of an opinion piece. It notes that multiple examples say Taylor isn't just an ally of the community, but a part of it. Uh, Clues, including that the singer's lover era art, use things like butterflies and rainbows, along with the colors blue purple and pink, which are used in the bisexual pride flag. They also noted in the op-ed that she released the music video for me on lesbian visibility day. Swiss camp seems to be annoyed that there's an article wondering about her sexuality at all, saying that it is inappropriate for the paper to do it because of her massive success in the moment there is a tailor-shaped hole in people's ethics this article wouldn't have been allowed to have been written about Sean Mendez or any male artist whose sexuality has been
6: questioned by the fans it's super inappropriate how did this make it in the New York Times
5: it's wild like I said it's not the first time that this uh, Anna Marks has done this All right, the,
6: the evidence of there's butterflies and rainbows in her All right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I don't know
5: alright so we made it into the dirty this morning producer Dan I'm going to okay. play you some audio from I think this is Channel five Live WCVB. And you may have seen this in the news over the past 24 to 48 hours. So a lot of
6: you have texted in yes. wondering. Yes, and,
5: and most of you have reached out to us just out of concern. So our parent company is called Odyssey. They filed for bankruptcy within the past 24 hours. It's a chapter 11, which means essentially the company will continue on. We're going to be a privately held company instead of a publicly held company. We own radio stations and podcasts all across the country. We have the Odyssey app where all of the streams. We own a bunch of radio stations here in Boston. You know, we have Mix. We have our sister station, Magic 106.7. Uh, we have our sports station, WEI. We have Big 1033, which I know you do some work
6: with as I well. I do, yep.
5: So again, this has been all over the news. We're all great. Thank you for your concern. Our paychecks are still cashing. We're gonna our be passcode
6: for- worked today, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, we're,
5: we're all good. We just signed new contracts. We're going to be here for a while. Thank you for the concern. But this is the funny thing that happened on the news yesterday. Oh, excuse me, wrong clip. Again, the name of our company is, Dan? Odyssey. Odyssey. Odyssey, the name of the company
9: the parent company for many Boston radio stations is filing for bankruptcy audacity announced it will lower its (laughs) debt from nearly $2 $2 billion to $350 million. The company owns WEEI, Big 103, and Magic 106.7, among others. In a statement, Audacity said it does not expect there will be operational impact. Audacity was taken off the New York Stock Exchange list
5: in November after a months-long process. So, again.
6: <laughs> the whole clip she says Audacity five times. There's no fact checkers over there? I guess not. And. We were, they didn't even name drop Mix we were among others I think that's good news if they don't mention
5: us right uh, no news is good news I was
6: offended you
5: were offended we didn't get <laughs> mentioned <laughs> so anyway thank you to everybody that reached out to us like I said we had a, a lot of people texting the show and calling the show and DMing us on social media we we're all fine we're going to be here and yes you can continue to stream our show on the Odyssey app not the Audacity <laughs> app thank you WCVB, for the coverage. So
2: Carson and Kennedy on Mix
5: 104.1
6: Can't Beat Kennedy is presented by Catch's Law Group, the personal injury pros at com, where you pay nothing. Nothing. Unless they win. Carson, say what's up to Miranda from Rentham.
5: Hey, uh, Miranda. Excuse me. Good morning. How are you? (laughs) Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Pretty good. What's going on with your dog? Is having ACL surgery? Yes, it's her
10: second one. She tore her first one a year ago, and apparently the other one typically goes shortly after. Oh, wow.
6: I didn't know that. Hmm. Well, I hope the surgery goes well. What's your dog's name?
5: Charlie. Charlie. Is Charlie an athlete? What has Charlie been doing to have two ACL tears? She
10: thinks she's an athlete. She's definitely not.
6: (laughs) Charlie will be able to make much cleaner cuts off that knee at the dog park when she's playing fetch in the future.
10: That's right.
6: (laughs) Miranda, can you please kick Carson out of the studio?
10: Sure thing. Carson, can you please leave the studio?
6: Yeah, of course. Good luck, Miranda. Thank you. So it's five pop culture trivia questions. If you get more right than Carson today, we are going to give you $100 a Crispy Benjamin Franklin. It's a good way to start your day. Carson does not have a big board. He's not as good as Kennedy, but he wins more than he loses. I can say that for sure. How are you with pop culture trivia? Depends
10: on the
6: day. All right. Well, let's find out what today is. Question number one. (laughs) Mandalorian creator Jon Favreau will direct a new Star Wars movie called The Mandalorian and Grogu. It's unclear where the show's timeline is with this new story and where it will take place. Grogu has been affectionately nicknamed what by fans of The Mandalorian?
10: Oh, God. Um, I have no idea.
6: Okay, question number two. Ed Sheeran is headlining the Boston Calling Music Festival this year. Boston Calling is a three-day festival that happens the same weekend every year. Which weekend is it?
10: Uh. I think it's in April. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Memorial Day weekend. I don't
6: know. Okay, that's not in April, but you're right. No, it's
10: in May.
6: <laughs> and question number three: Pat Benatar turned 71 today. She has a bunch of hits like "Heartbreaker," "Shadows of the Night," and "Love Is a Battlefield." Take a listen and then name this Pat Benatar classic. You're
10: the real tough cookie with. Hit me with your
6: best shot. And question number four, Lady Gaga is back in the studio seemingly recording a new album. She posted a pair of pics to Instagram from a recording studio on Monday and captioned it with a black heart and musical notes. Lady Gaga has had five different songs reach number one on the Billboard charts. Can you name two? Uh,
10: Rain On Me and, um... Oh, gosh, rain on me and uh,
6: applause. And question number five. Selena Gomez says she was not talking about Timothy Chalamet or Kylie Jenner at the Golden Globes. She says she was telling Taylor Swift that two of her friends hooked up. Selena stars in the hit show Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. What is the name of the building the stars of the show live in where all the murders take place?
10: Um no, I've seen this
6: too and I have no idea. Alright, let's get Carson back in the studio. Canada! Carson remix. I really need to get you a drop. <laughs> Miranda, what kind of dog is Charlie? What's the breed? He's
10: a golden retriever. Oh.
6: Alright, talk to me, Dan. Alright, welcome back. Thank Miranda you. from Rentham, she got two out of five correct. Okay, nice work, Miranda. <laughs> Ready to do this thing? Let's do it. Question one. The Mandalorian creator Jon Favreau will direct a new Star Wars movie called The Mandalorian and Grogu. It's unclear where on the show's timeline the new story will take place. Grogu has been affectionately nicknamed what by fans of the show? Baby Yoda. That is correct. One to nothing. Question number two. Ed Sheeran is headlining the Boston Calling Music Festival this year. Boston Calling is a three day music festival that happens the same weekend every year. Which weekend is it?
5: That is Memorial Day weekend, Dan.
6: That is correct. Two to one. Question number three. Pat Benatar turned 71 today. She has had a bunch of hits like Heartbreaker, Shadows of the Night, and Love is a Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Take a listen and then name this Pat Benatar classic. <laughs>
5: With a long history
7: of breaking little hearts like a wanted me. That's okay, but see how you do it. Put up your dukes, let's get down
5: to it. Hit me with your best shot, Dan.
6: That is correct. I feel Go like on
5: and I- fire away.
6: I feel like we missed a lyric in there or two, but. Three to two. Question number four. Lady Gaga is back in the studio seemingly recording a new album. She posted a pair of pics to Instagram from a recording studio and captioned it with a black heart and musical notes. Mm. Lady Gaga has had five different songs reach number one on the Billboard charts oh, here in America. Okay. Can you name two? <coughs>
5: uh, okay. I'm going to go... Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Shallow. Shallow,
6: Kennedy's favorite song.
5: Yeah. And I'm going to go with um, Poker Face.
6: You're on a heater today, man. That's four. Question,
5: what are the other ones?
6: It's Just Dance, Shallow, Poker Face, Born This Way, and Rain On Me. Rain On Me was the one that Rain be, yeah, On one, so. May. Four to two. Question number five. Selena Gomez says she was not talking about Timothy Chalamet or Kylie Jenner at the Golden Globes. Yeah, welcome to the spin zone. <laughs> she says she was telling her friend Taylor Swift about two of her friends hooking up. Yeah, lies. <laughs> Selena stars in the hit show Only Murders in the Building. What is the name of the building the stars of the show live in where all the murders take place?
5: That is a great question. I only watched a couple of the first episodes. Only Murders in the Building.
6: The name of the building is The Winston. The Arconia. Oh, okay. That's huh? all right. You still get the dub, 4 to 2. All right. It's a good showing. Thank you. Filling in for Kennedy. Not bad. Not you come bad. off the bench pretty hot. I'll give it to you. Thank you. Miranda, unfortunately, I cannot give you $100 of sales money, even if it would make me so happy.
7: <laughs>
6: but we really That's do that. appreciate you playing, and we hope Charlie's surgery goes well today.
10: Thank you so much.
6: Is there anything you want to say to Carson before we leave?
10: My name is Miranda from Red Thumb, and I cannot conquer Carson.
6: Uh, never gets old.
2: Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1.
5: So I was kidnapped as a kid. I was two or three years old and occasionally it will come up where I'll tell the story and you, you kind of just say it off the cuff because I'm so used to saying it and people are like, wait, what you, you were kidnapped as a child. What happened? And this came up on the show yesterday and people were like, wait, what really did happen? And what happened was my mother and father had me both very young. They were in their, They were in college. My mother was in her first semester of college. And next thing you know, they have a kid. My mother, bolted. She took off for Florida for like a break. I think spring break is what they call it. And uh, I was living with my father and his girlfriend at the time. And my mother decided that she wanted custody of me and my father was not having it. He had custody and he was like, no. So my mother drove back from Florida to Maryland. She uh, camped out and followed my, who became my stepmother to the daycare. And then when she went to check me out at the end of the day, she ran up to her, snatched me. The a fight ensued. She threw me in the car. We went and camped out at. A so state. it
6: was a full like snatch jump you know, in a parking lot. Yeah, it was. A,
5: yeah, she. Yeah, she absolutely. Oh, did. your poor stepmother must have been. It was a. It was a mess, and so uh, my mother went. And as I understand it, we went to a state park. We camped out in a state park for a couple of nights, and then uh, my mother got on the road. And again, this is a different era. Did you they know, have
6: Amber Alerts they didn't back have then? Amber
5: Alerts. They didn't have any of that they didn't have cell phones none of that the you know states didn't talk to one another back then so you didn't know so my mother called my father from the road and said if you ever want to see him again don't get the cops involved i'm going to get to where i'm going and then i'll reach back out to you and we'll figure this out and so she did she went to florida she called him and thankfully they were kind of able to work it out but it was a very tumultuous time between the two of them and it was you know
6: it was I didn't know you were that young.
5: Yeah, I was. So, I do think you have I have any t- memory of it. No, I really have no memory of it. You know, I was like I said. Right, I, I, I think I that. was around three years old. But I remember us moving. I remember moving there and just being so poor and broken, having nothing. I remember where we lived when we first got there. But I don't remember the actual kid. hiding having. out
6: in the woods from the feds for a couple days. <laughs> and isn't that crazy? It is just a wild story. Your whole you could write a book about your entire childhood.
5: That is uh, that is true. That is true. Stacy's from Beverly. And and again, I think this just goes back to a different time in life. Tell everybody what happened with you, that, that shocking story that just p- stops people in their tracks when they hear it about you.
11: Yeah. So how it usually comes up is whenever I'm in a car, now as an adult, I need to always have air flowing. And if I don't, I get really anxious and people are like, what's that about? And I said, oh, it's from when I was locked in the car as a kid on a hot summer day with four other children. And they're like, uh-uh. Go into that more like okay (laughs) say more words (laughs) say yeah uh say more words please um so my mom was having her fourth daughter my my youngest sister and so her friend took me my other two sisters and her two kids to a military like to, to watch us for the day one of the things that she had on her list for the day was to go to a military base in virginia um where i was from and go shopping. And she told me, I'm going to leave you guys in the car. Stacy, you're the oldest. Do not open the doors for any reason whatsoever. I said, okay, I can do that. I'm eight years old and everyone else is younger than me. And she went inside on a hot August day in the south and was there for so long that we were all crying, freaking out. And some stranger saw us and called the police. But military police looked different than regular police. So the po- military police came knocking on, on the car and I said no like get away get away and I wouldn't open the door for them because I thought they were trying to kidnap us and so they had to break us out of the car by breaking out, out of the glass wow. and the lady got arrested. Yeah.
6: Well, you can follow she never instructions. Be pretend, that's for did sure. yeah,
5: did <laughs> she not leave the car running?
11: No, no, <sighs> she she turned the car off and went inside and literally it was The window about wasn't half an hour slightly really cracked? Right. <laughs> My god. Nothing
5: no and you're like no you're not not coming in here i i am following instructions i'm a good eight-year-old wow
11: yes exactly and um i thought for sure we were getting kidnapped
6: that is crazy
11: not a good day for
6: us i'm glad we don't leave (laughs) children in cars anymore as a society (laughs) that is
5: definitely not a thing anymore thank you thank you for sharing the story uh let's see i have may who is from danvers and you were on a family vacation and what happened
12: Um, so all of our family vacations, um, in the summer were actually machine gun shoots.
6: What What does
5: that mean? Yeah. I don't know what machine gun shoots are.
12: (laughs) So, uh, basically we would go up to Vermont and, um, like, this is going to sound very sketchy, uh, drive up a mountain and like with a bunch of other people, like set up like a line and then you all like shoot machine guns, usually at old cars.
5: And how old were you?
12: Um, probably like five until now, and I'm 28 now.
6: (laughs) How old were you when you got to shoot the machine gun the first time? Five. Wow. Did you have like a Marlboro Red hanging out of your mouth? (laughs) In your Care Bear pajamas?
5: No. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, we used to go no, on machine
6: gun shoots though, when I was five.
12: <laughs> I will say though, my parents were very um careful about like gun safety and a, No, us. I get to I grew I, up
5: around guns. Yeah, suite. no, I I went shooting at a very young age as well, but I never shot a machine gun when I was
6: five. And yeah, without <laughs> dating you, what decade I will say is? Also- this? What? Without dating well, you, what decade was it? Well, in late 20s now, oh, so it wasn't that long ago.
5: <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> this is like recent stuff, Dan. That's <laughs> younger than me.
6: <laughs> all right, machine gun yeah, shoot. Say...
12: <laughs> yeah, I will say all the stuff that we that we did shoot when we were younger was on a tripod, so literally all you had to do was like push Hold the
6: trigger. the right. I okay, Rambo.
5: That. <laughs> that is wild. All right, 617-931-123. For What is that one thing that happened in your childhood that when you say people just stop dead in their tracks? We'll do more of that coming up next.
2: Carson and Kennedy on Mix
5: 104.1. Yeah, so I was kidnapped as a kid, and we briefly talked about it on the show yesterday. So, you know, the, they wanted to hear kind of the whole story. And yes, I was kidnapped by my mother. It was just a very weird time in my life. There's, but there's been a lot of things in my life that when I say them out loud, it kind of stops people in their it's tracks. like a
6: record scratch moment. Yeah. It's funny. I do that, too, where it's like you're just so used to it right. that you don't realize it's like dark or something, and people go, right. wait.
5: Yeah, like we had a pet monkey that bit my dad and died, and then they decapitated the monkey, and they kept it in our fridge because we had to wait for the, like the ASPCA to come get it or something. Both well, parts or just? Yeah, well, they separated the head from the body. Mm. So I, I just remember that I remember opening up the freezer and see I would hope I you remember decapitated monkey. Yeah, that I remember. What was the monkey's name? Uh, gosh, that is a great question i don't I don't remember the monkey's name. I remember he ate my toy out of stretch Armstrong. <laughs> I don't know if you remember stretch Armstrong I do toy. he ate to it. I was so mad at that monkey. Oh,
6: well, you're lucky that's all he ate. <laughs> Biting your dad. (laughs) He did. did, You've had a wild life.
5: So, what is that story from your childhood that when you just mentioned it in passing that it stops people dead in their tracks? Courtney's from Norton. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning. How are you, Carson? I'm doing good. So, you were three years old at your grandparents' house. What happened?
9: So, my grandparents had a fool, and I was with my dad, and my cousin and the two of them went into the house and left me on the porch it was a nice summer day and my dad was young and my aunts were even younger and i always saw them you know sunning themselves on the lounge chairs by the pool and i thought i'd be cool and lounge myself on a lounge chair right by the pool but i pulled the lounge chair like the the bottom of the lounge chair into the pool, which I didn't realize. And I went to sit on the lounge chair and the lounge chair, like ejected me into the middle of the pool. And of course, at at three years old, I didn't know how to swim. Oh my gosh. And yeah. And I was screaming and crying, like trying to like call for my dad. And thankfully my cousin, you know, Heard my call, like, heard me kicking and screaming and got me out of the pool before I actually drowned, like, to the point of no return. And to this day, I cannot drink water without it having some type of flavor in it because I start choking on it. No. Yeah. So you just can't drink flat water at all? At all. I, I, I start choking on it. Especially if, like, you go to a restaurant and it's got like that, that chlorine, like filtered oh
5: flavor to it. I mean, you're you're yeah. lucky to be alive. You
6: really yeah. are. That same thing happened to my brother I when know. he was a toddler. My right. father he found him at the bottom of the pool. My dad had to jump in and save him. Jeez. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're I, here. I yeah. A Just order Mountain Dew when you're out at restaurants. You'll be okay.
9: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the thing is, that I'm. Uh,
7: yeah,
9: I used to be a, a big I. I used to be a big soda drinker, and now I'm not. Right. So I I just bring like the little fla- like a flavor packets of water with me everywhere. I can't imagine. So- I'm good now.
5: <laughs> oh, that's good. All but, right, thank, thank you for yeah. uh, sharing the story, Courtney. Imagine not being able to drink water, like just regular flat water. I mean, that's tough. Because you almost drown. Uh, Vanessa is from Drake. It, so what happened with you? What's that story from your childhood that just stops people dead in the tracks when you tell them?
4: Um, When I was younger, maybe about eight, eight years old, I was traveling home internationally with my mother. And so I had a passport and we were stopped by security And they separated us for a couple of hours. Um, So supposedly there was a girl that was missing with the exact same name as me, date of birth, same year, that -hmm. was missing in California. Um, And we missed our flight home and everything. They interviewed us. And finally, I mean, back then it was like faxing a picture. Finally they realized that I wasn't the girl that was missing.
6: So there was a brief moment where they thought your mom was an international human trafficker.
4: I mean, this is back in the 80s early 90s so um it was very traumatic um and i was just traveling with my mom so my mom was crying it was it was pretty intense
5: that is wild and like you said because back then the technology wasn't the same you couldn't just like get on the internet and go no here look i'm who i say i am right you had to have somebody fax you
6: from across the country
4: <laughs> right right it was like snail mail
6: What kind of questions were they asking you, like, in the interview about who you were?
4: I was very vague, but they were just, like, making sure that this woman was my mother um, and that I wasn't, you know, they weren't saying, like, were you kidnapped but you know are you from from california are you know who are your parents where are you from what's your address like twice
6: if you need help
4: (laughs) 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 right right
5: well crazy story well thanks for sharing vanessa have a great day
4: yeah you too
5: all right bye bye
6: well carson you did it again what's that a lot of texts coming in about About the monkey head in your freezer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, from the 781, and this is not all caps, so I'm going to deliver it as such. Carson! What? A monkey? That's way crazier than being kidnapped. Its head was in your freezer. (laughs) It's true. From the 774, Carson, you've been through some stuff. Are you okay? Oh, my God. (laughs) From the 781, I've got to tell you that having a decapitated monkey head in your freezer is way stranger than being kidnapped by your mother. (laughs)
5: Uh, I see somebody else said uh, if they took the head from the monkey, it's because they were testing for rabies. I know I used to work for a vet, and we had to do that to test the dog or a cat. That's exactly what it was, and it happened over the weekend. He bit my stepfather, and they they couldn't do it right then. They had to wait for whatever the testing facility was to come and get right. it. So I guess they left the decapitated monkey and head in our place, and it was in the freezer. So
6: did your stepfather decapitate the monkey? No, no. It was,
5: I, the, like I said, some animal control thing thing Happened. Wow. It, I mean, the monkey was like, you know, I, I don't, like, it was like Marcel from Friends. It was like that size. Right. You know what I mean? And he just got mad at my stepfather one night. It was mm. maybe he had a little too, few too many drinks.
6: And so, <laughs> and I guess animal control back then didn't hit you with a dart to sedate you. They just went in and <laughs> the, chainsawed your dome. Uh,
2: <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix
1: 104.1 After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward.
7: Oh, no, 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 you can't come to Carson, you can't Carson,
6: no. Can't Be Kennedy is presented by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at Catch'sLaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. Carson, say what's up to Ava mm. and Janet from Milford. Good morning, ladies. A little tag team action.
5: Good morning. Is it Good Jan- morning. Is it Good Janet morning. or Jana? Yes. Janet, Janet. Janet and Ava. Janet and Ava. Okay. I understand you ladies work together at the same middle school? Yes. What do you guys do?
4: She's a school psychologist, and I'm an interim Spanish teacher.
6: As a psychologist, what do you think about somebody who was kidnapped and also had a monkey head in their freezer as a child? That's terrifying. <laughs> We don't have enough time for this, Dan. Move on. Okay. We have a game to play. All right. Could you guys please get Carson out of the studio before we dissect his whole life? Uh, Yes.
5: Carson, Carson please, please, please leave the studio. <laughs> Two on one. Yep. All right. Good luck, ladies.
6: <laughs> All right. Five pop culture trivia questions. If you get more right than Carson, we're going to give you 100 bucks. You can split it 50-50. Carson does not have a record on the big board because he does not have a big board, but He's pretty good. He won earlier today. He wins a lot more than he loses. Are you guys ready? Yes, ready. All right. Question number 1. Renee Rapp turns 24 today. She plays Regina George in the Mean Girls musical that hits theaters on Friday. Who played Regina George in the original Mean Girls movie?
7: Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Is that how you say her last
6: name? You're doing great. Don't overthink it. Question number 2. <laughs> okay. Singer Sean Paul turned 51 yesterday. Sean Paul He's actually had four different songs reach number one in America. One of them is the song Temperature. Take a listen to the hook and finish the last lyric. Oh, I got this. Ooh, hold on. Let me hit the right button and then you can finish the last At lyric. Right sure. Welcome on oh, the way to time. Cold, I want to be keeping.
4: What'd you say? He keeps
6: singing. But it starts like the He's like, uh oh. Right? Yeah, but what's the lyric that you're saying?
4: Where did I finish this? You can't just mumble in an accent. <laughs> Sorry, right.
6: I don't know. Question number three Chris Hemsworth and Matt Damon went skiing together in Montana. Which movie does Matt Damon say the quote, How do you like them apples? Good Will Hunting. And question number four. Pete Davidson admits in his new stand-up special he was high on ketamine at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Which New York borough is Pete from even starring in a movie called The King of Blank? Staten Island. Staten Island. And question number five. Kelsey Grammer wants Shelley Long to appear on the Frasier revival so he can, quote, end up with a nice thing between Frasier and Diane. Frasier is actually a spin-off show. The character was originally created on which hit Boston-based sitcom? Cheers. All right, let's get Carson back in the studio. Canada! Carson! Remix. How do you ladies think you did? I don't know. I feel like I should get a redo on the Sean
4: Paul, but that's just me. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Welcome back, Carson. Thank you. Ava and Janet from Milford, they got four out of five correct. Yeah! Woo-hoo. Jeez. They don't play at that middle school. Nice work. <laughs> Question number one. Renee Rapp turns 24 today. She plays Regina George in the Mean Girls musical that's going to hit theaters on Friday. Mm -hmm. Who played Regina George in the original Mean Girls?
5: Who played Regina George in the... uh, uh, um, Was that... uh,
6: Hold on, hold on. Uh, You'd never make it in the plastics. (sighs) (laughs) Lindsay Lohan. Rachel McAdams. Oh, my gosh. One to nothing. Question number two. Woo. Singer Sean Paul turned 51 yesterday. He's actually had four different songs reach number one in America, and one of them is the song Temperature. Okay. Take a listen and finish the very last lyric from the hook of Temperature. Well, I'm underway, the way time pool. I want to be keeping you warm. I got the right temperature to shelter you from the storm. Oh.
5: So you know what's crazy, Dan? (laughs) What's that? Is that I gave the cheat sheet answers to Greg and Freddie and Andy yesterday. Oh, before we knew Kennedy wasn't going to be
6: here. Right.
5: And you can't remember. And I did not remember the Richard McAdams. And I do not remember this one.
6: (laughs) You are 0 for 2. You can be the mom. Uh Uh-oh. You can be the mom. Uh Uh-oh. I want to be the papa. You can be the mom. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. All right. One to nothing. No, that's two to nothing, isn't it? No, she didn't get that one right. It's one to nothing. Question number three. Chris Hemsworth and Matt Damon went skiing together in Montana. Which movie does Matt Damon say the quote, How do you like them apples?
5: Uh, 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 I just Goodwill Hunting.
6: I say the wheels are coming off. I'm in my
5: head now. I I just watched (laughs) this movie like a week ago.
6: Two to one. Question number four: Pete Davidson admits in his new stand-up special he was high on ketamine at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Which New York borough is Pete from? Even starring in a movie called The King of Blank? Staten Island. That is correct. Three to two. And question number four, Kelsey Grammer wants. What is question number five? Question number five, excuse okay. me. Three to two, question number five. Kelsey Grammer wants Shelley Long to appear on the Frasier revival so he can, quote, end up with a nice thing between Frasier and Diane. Oh, okay. Frasier is actually a spinoff show. The character was originally created on which hit Boston-based Cheers. sitcom? That is correct. Four to three. Ava and Janet, you guys get the win. Oh, what an idiot. If you remember even one of the cheat sheets you gave on the afternoon show Cheers. yesterday...
5: Dan, do you know that I found a monkey head severed in my freezer when I was a kid? I oh. got a lot going on. Now in my we
6: mind. have time to get into it.
5: <laughs> uh, uh,
6: so, because we have a Spanish teacher on the show, Carson. Yes. Would you like to say anything okay. to Ava and Janet in Espanol?
5: No. <laughs> I, can't, I don't speak Spanish. Dime. Me llamo Carson. Dime. No, Dime algo no. en Espanol. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Okay. My name is Carson. I am from God's country, Charlestown, and I can't beat Janet or Ava.
2: Carson and Kennedy
5: on Mix 104.1.
4: The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go on Mix 1041
5: so I don't know if you caught this news from the world of sports, but we now have women's professional hockey playing here in Boston. So they announced a handful of teams to kind of get it all started.
6: An original six, if you will.
5: That is right. So, uh, so we're going to have a team in Boston, obviously. The other teams are going to be Minnesota, Montreal,
6: New York. Meh. I
5: already uh, hate them. Ottawa and Toronto. They're playing at the uh, Songist Center in Lowell. Lowell. And uh, they've already started playing. They're all going to be on TV. And I just think this is such an important thing for young girls to see. It's humongous. I know the neighborhood that I live in here in Boston, in Charlestown, the youth hockey program is unbelievable for both boys and girls. And as they continue into high school, it's very good as well for the women. But then once you get to college and, and maybe, you know, you have that opportunity to play in the Olympics, But then where do you go? It's really hard to find a professional career. And I'm just like so happy for these athletes to have this opportunity to play at the professional level. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to start first with the coach of the team, Coach Courtney Bouchard-Kessel. Good morning, Coach.
8: Good morning. How are you?
5: Uh, Doing great. The pride of uh, UNH Go Wildcats. Let's go. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. Uh, How is it feeling coaching a professional women's team right now?
8: Uh, I mean, it's amazing. It's been really incredible to kind of settle into this role and get things really rolling and have the puck drop finally. So it's been awesome.
5: And your players are getting to do this full time. They're not having to work second jobs if they want to, which is really different from any other league that has been out there for women before.
8: Yeah, it's incredible to see the facilities and the hands on deck within this league to, to allow these women to really just focus on being professional hockey players, like you're saying. And, and, you know, you talk about the development piece. And now once you're done college, you have that, right? You have the facilities, you have the strength coaches, the athletic trainers, the coaching support, and you're actually making money doing it. So it's great to see.
5: And then we have one of the players on the team, Megan Keller, with us as well. Good morning, Megan. Hey, Megan. Good morning. Gold medal winner, I should say. Oh, put some respect on that name. <laughs> <laughs> you you played in the Olympics. Uh, I, I know you got a gold medal in Pyeongchang, and then uh, I'm reading in Beijing it was a silver. What was that like to represent your country playing hockey? Uh,
13: it, was, it was a dream come true. I mean, you spoke on it a little bit. Um, for a long time, young girls didn't have much to look up to besides the Olympics, so that's the first time I really saw women's hockey was – every four years on the Olympic stage, so to be able to accomplish that dream of mine was incredible, and and now uh, luckily we have this league to hopefully prolong our professional careers, and and, uh, hopefully now young girls can, can dream to be professional hockey players and not just Olympians.
6: Megan, I kind of want to piggyback on what you just said, because to me, launching a professional women's hockey league in a lot of ways feels deeper than just wins and losses. Like you ladies are kind of carrying the torch for a lot of young female athletes to show them that their dreams are Mm -hmm. possible and they can go to a game and see their dreams taking place in action in you guys. And can you kind of explain what that means to you? And is that something that you're cognizant of during the day-to-day or is it more just like X's and O's, we got to get this dub against Minnesota?
13: Definitely. I mean, I, I think the first week a lot of us felt it because when a lot of us graduated college, there, there was always that question of what's next? Is it even logical to continue to play hockey? I guess if you're within the national team, um, it's really a no-brainer. But for a lot of us, there was those question marks of what are we going to do after college? There's not really um, our male counterparts always had the, the NHL dream to play in, and that just wasn't feasible for us. So um, it definitely hits home a, a bit harder when you've you've grown up with something um, that really wasn't possible, and, and now it's here. And so to hopefully leave the sport of women's hockey in, in a better place, and, and now we see all these young girls in the stands wearing our, our jerseys and whatnot, and, and hopefully this league continues to stick around, and I, I believe it will. Um, this just feels like nothing we've ever had before, and it's a combination of all the – the women that have come before us, all the leagues that have come before us um, to now uh, have a true professional hockey league.
5: And Coach Kessel, getting the games on TV, you guys got a TV contract as well. Can you talk about that?
8: Yeah, I think the visibility is key. You know, you talk about the Olympics, you know, really being shown every four years, but these these young women, they they work between those four years very hard to get to that. And so I think now these, these young girls can watch us play in this league, you know, on a daily basis and I think it's important if you if you want something you gotta be able to see it and to see them in the stands with their you know, their signs saying, Hey, I can be drafted in twenty thirty four and now That's they awesome. can watch us when we're away and then sit in the stands and watch us when we're home. It's it's really
12: incredible.
5: We're talking with uh, Coach Courtney Bouchard Kessel and Megan Keller from uh, the brand new Professional Women's Hockey League for uh, the six teams. A team here in Boston and Megan, we don't have a mascot yet for Boston. I know the jerseys are green. Obviously, I mean that's a that's a pretty simple choice to make. Uh, do you have any idea of when the team might be announcing your mascot?
13: I do not. We we don't know yet. There's obviously been rumblings out on Twitter, but right now we're just going by Boston and the jerseys are pretty sick to have that old school, just Boston diagonal down the down the chest. So wouldn't want to be repping any other city's name on my on my jersey. That's for sure.
6: That's a good answer. Those jerseys are dope. <laughs> and Coach Kessel, uh, with the launching of a new league, Boston is such a competitive sports market. There's so many like good pro teams already here. Do you think that benefits the launching of the PWHL or do you think it would be easier if you were in a place like Iowa that didn't have as many options?
8: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think there's pros and cons to both, but we know that Boston, like you said, is a sports city and They've supported our women's game from the start. You know, we had the the Pride here and the Boston Blade. That's right. uh, the championship the Boston and, Pride. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I think we know that there is support here in Boston and, and they love sports and so I think it's our job to get out of the community and, and to really represent our P W H L Boston and get fans in those seats. Mm.
5: All right. Well, we wish you both all the best. Seriously, I just I can't tell you and I'm kind of bummed that Kennedy is not here because Kennedy just felt it was so important to get you all on the show to talk about this to to let young girls know that this is happening and that there is an opportunity for young hockey players uh, that are that are girls and not just for boys. And so uh, even though she's not here, know that I know she uh, she she supports you guys so much and, and she'd be proud to have had you on the show today.
8: Thank you so much for having us. Thank
5: you. All right. Bye, Courtney. Bye, Megan. Bye for now. We'll see you at a game. Yes. (laughs) So awesome. Can you imagine? Those are
6: some powerful women.
5: Yeah. And just, you know, in that world, you know, playing hockey as a girl and all the time and the practices and driving all over the place with the, the parents and the family and the friends and then to have it just all end once you get into college and not even though you're one of the best. Yeah, if You
6: know you're good enough. And you're one no of the
5: work, best yeah. in the world at what you do and do not have an opportunity to do it professionally. So make sure you check them out. Again, they're playing at the Song Center in Lowell and you can just look up PWHL and uh, find out how you can get tickets and go check out a game.
2: Carson
7: and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. Oh, no, no, no.
2: You can come call-
6: Can't be Kennedy is presented by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, where you pay nothing. Nothing. Unless they win. Carson, say what's up to Emily from Hopkinton. Good morning, Emily. Good morning. Who else is in the car?
4: I'm
12: um, with my daughter, Hannah. Hannah, can you say hi? Say hello. Hello. Hi. Good
5: morning, Aww. Hannah.
12: We listen to you guys every morning. My son's going to be so bummed to oh, miss yeah. this. He gets
5: dropped off a little earlier. What's your son's name? Graham. Graham. Well, good morning, Graham. Make sure you go back. We'll put this <laughs> up in the podcast so he can hear us. Oh, awesome. We
10: love that. All right, Oh, Emily. thank you.
6: Emily, can you kick Carson out of the studio, please?
12: Carson, can you please leave the studio?
6: Yes, of course. Good luck, Emily. Thanks. 5 pop culture trivia questions You get more right than Carson You and Hannah are going to get 100 money dollars He does not have a record on the big board Because we don't have a big board for him But he did lose earlier today We give away more of Sal's money when Carson's playing So your odds are good (laughs) All right, Emily Question number 1 15 years ago today In 2009 Fergie married Josh Duhamel They split up in 2017 Which group brought Fergie to fame?
12: Uh, Black Eyed Peas.
6: Michael Che went on a rant about how comedians shouldn't host award shows in the wake of Joe Coy bombing at the Golden Globes. Michael Che is the head writer over at SNL and hosts which segment weekly?
8: Uh, Weekend
7: Update.
6: Question three. People think John Krasinski said the word divorce on the red carpet at the Golden Globes. Krasinski played Jim in The Office. Where is the pump? the paper company Dunder Mifflin located on the show?
9: Oh, no.
12: My husband's
7: going to kill me. Is it
6: um Billy? That's embarrassing. Sorry. All right, question number four. Chris Smith is 45 today. He is Daddy Mac, a.k.a. the sole survivor in Criss Cross. And their biggest hit, Criss Cross, will make you what? Cross will make you stomp. Make you what? Stomp. Stomp. Okay, and question number five. There's video of Selena Gomez whispering to Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes. A lot of Golden Globes questions this hour. And she says it wasn't about Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. Which one of these songs is not from Selena Gomez? Which one of these is not a Selena Gomez song? Lose You to Love Me, Calm Down, or Ready for It? Ready for it? All right, let's get my boy back in the studio. Canada!
9: Carson,
6: (laughs) remix! Hannah, are you going to school right now?
12: Are you going to school?
6: Yeah. Yeah. What grade are you in? Junior in high school?
12: Uh, She's in preschool. She's four.
6: See, Carson, I came over here and hosted the show, and I'm immediately doing your dad jokes. Thanks. It just overtakes (laughs) you when you come over this side of the board. I I know how it is. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you. Emily from Hopkinton got three out of five correct. Nice work. Oh. Question number one, <laughs> Question number one, Carson. 15 years ago today in 2009, Fergie married Josh Duhamel. They split up in 2017. Mm-hmm. Which group brought Fergie to fame? Those would be the Black Eyed Peas, Dan. That is correct. One to one. Question number two. Michael Che went on a rant about how comedians shouldn't host award shows in the wake of Joe Coy bombing at the Golden Globes. Michael Che is the head writer over at SNL mm-hmm. and hosts which segment every week? Weekend update. That is correct. Two to two. People think John Krasinski said the word divorce on the red carpet the other day. Krasinski played Jim in the office. Where is the paper company located in the office? Oh, it's Scranton. You're asking for the city? Yep. Yeah, Scranton. Scranton, Pennsylvania is correct. Three to two for Carson. Chris Smith is 45 today. He is Daddy Mac, a.k.a. the sole survivor in Crisscross. Cross. And their biggest hit, Crisscross, Cross will make you what?
5: Criss-cross will make you jump, jump.
6: Yes, that is correct. Four to two for Carson. Question number five. There's a video of Selena Gomez whispering to Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes, and she says it wasn't about Timothy Chalamet, and you say her pants are on fire because she's a liar. She is telling a boldface lie. I am a lip reader, and I heard what she said,
5: and she said that uh, Kylie Jenner would not allow her to take a picture with Timothy Chalamet. Hmm. Scandal. Yes. And then Taylor Swift got a look on her face like, really? Wow.
1: <laughs>
6: Oh, my God. It's good you have a side hustle as a professional lip reader. <laughs> Which of these three songs is not by Selena Gomez? So one is not. Okay. Lose You to Love Me, Calm Down, or Ready For It? What was the first one? Lose You to Love Me.
5: That's Selena Gomez.
6: Second one? Calm Down. Yeah,
5: that's, that's you know, yes, that's Selena Gomez. So the last one. Ready For It. Yes. That is correct,
6: that's Taylor Swift Oh, that that ready for it I, I, was, I was thinking ready or not from uh, Lauren Hill, ready or not Yeah, Fugees. the Fugees, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, you get the dub 5-3 to Alright, well thank you No more, Sal's money is lost today mm. He's doing a Derek Jeter fist pump in his office <laughs> I know he is Emily, thank you so much for playing, really appreciate it And for letting us hear Hannah's adorable voice on the radio
12: oh, Thank you, I'm glad I could give Carson a win
6: <laughs> Is there anything you want to say to Carson Before we let you go?
12: Uh, we are Emily and Hannah from Hop and we can't.
2: Carson and Kennedy on Mix
0: 104.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.